Merhaba. Hoşgeldin. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're here to talk about volume eight. That's right. Of Erkenji Kush. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh. <laughs> I told you guys last week, I didn't remember much about this episode. Neither did I. Just thinking about it. But oh my goodness, there are so many things that mm-hmm. happen and I, yeah I feel like I have so much to say I don't know what to say yeah yeah which is funny because I don't think I took a huge number of notes this uh-huh. week but I felt also like I had so many thoughts yeah. and so many feelings yes um this we might have to give a spoiler warning at some point in this episode mm-hmm. because of things that are currently happening yes. in the show which is insane it's not gonna be easy no it's not (laughs) i was thinking yeah i i don't know it's gonna be really difficult not to maybe we can save it to the end and just let we'll let you guys maybe that that's a really good idea we'll go through this whole episode and then we'll just say hey we're entering into the spoilers because how can we not talk about it i know there's too much that we have to there's way too much there's too much parallelism and things that are happening to talk about it so just so you guys know we'll let you know but when we're done if you're not caught up on the most recent episode which as of right now is episode 42 42. Mm -hmm. um then you'll just want to stop listening so okay yeah all right well let's get into the the rest of it okay um, well, do you have the synopsis? I, I do. I have okay. a synopsis. So um, the hashtag for this episode was Sana Geldim, which means I came to you. Okay. Which is very appropriate for the mm-hmm. episode, having now watched it. And I just stole the summary just like last week. I took it from uh, Erkenji Kush's Instagram. So here we go. Can John and Sanem stay apart? Sanem unintentionally became part of a terrible game, and she lied so badly that she couldn't just forget the lies and tell John to stay. John said, you won't see my face ever again. How will Sanem do without seeing John? Meanwhile, Emre still can't get over his guilt and how the woman he loves could be so evil. Without his support, Eileen is looking for a way to get out of her agency's increasing debts. Also, there's another rebellion in the neighborhood. Mevkebe is out to be an independent businesswoman, so she kicks Niha out of the Bacal. Uh, and the last part is Sanem resigned. So Sanem has resigned, and Osman cannot seem to understand why she just won't talk to John, which I don't know if that was a reference to last week because I read this summary before I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. And so I was waiting for that to happen. And there's not a point in this episode where mm-hmm. Sanem and Osman talk. Oh, at all. No. Huh? So I don't know if that was just them reminding us last week that Osman had encouraged her to talk to him. Yeah, because he's not the one who tells her. No. I mean, Ihan tells her Ihan tells her. So anyhow. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. They got their lines crossed They somehow. did. Huh. So anyhow. Um, sorry, guys. Also, let me see. Where did I leave off? Oh, here we go. Uh, John stopped coming into work and nobody knows what the heck is going on. <laughs> The agency has a major crisis, and without John, chaos dominates. JJ loses control again. <laughs> That's the end of the summary. That's great. I know. So, yeah, let's well, dive so in. Many things. Oh, where do we begin? You pick. Oh gosh. Well, I have to tell see. you guys while Ashley's looking. She was texting me yesterday because 
she watched the episode before I did Mm -hmm. and was like, oh my gosh, you're going to be so happy when you realize like what this episode (laughs) is. So then as I was watching, there were so many times I started to text things to her and I was like, dang it, I shouldn't say that right now. I should wait until we're actually recording. But they're, oh my gosh, it's hard. Even today we were live watching 42 Uh and I kept wanting to say stuff and Mm -hmm. I was like, gosh, I can't say it. I have to save it for the podcast. We need to save it for the podcast. So we did. So we've been bursting at the seams for a couple days. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just to get this out of the way, the cringiest. Yes. I, the whole war, everything between Mevkebe and Aisun was just kind of a pain to me. I agree. I didn't really find it funny. Mm -hmm. Aisun, like, is, her voice is like nails on a chalkboard to me. Absolutely. So all of that was just very cringy to me. I I agree. And I think, this won't spoil anything but much like today's episode it was just a lot of filler Mm, i think to help take up the time yeah with today's live episode had a lot of filler scenes in it and i feel like that's exactly what this i soon mevkebe thing was yeah i kind of was on board when initially it lit a fire under her to kind of want to be her own businesswoman like Mm -hmm. hey i never really ran my own business i missed out on that I want to try to do this. Right. I mean, she goes about it wrongly because she just kicks her husband out of his store. Right. To do, to run it. But I understand that. But when it started to grow into this like competition where I soon serving coffee at the lingerie shop. Yeah. Or, and then Mevkebe serving like treats and drinks and snacks at um, the Bacall. And then Aisun has to one-up her and is like doing some demonstration down by the coast. Yeah. And then Mevkebe starts to sell like underwear in the street outside yeah. of the grocery store. Like it just – It was too much. It was too much. And there wasn't enough comedic relief in it to justify it as right. comedy in the show. It was – you're right. It was just cringy. Yeah. And I actually stopped taking notes regarding that whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Probably like I wasn't little, even paying attention to the subs. Really? Once it, once it got past a certain point, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't even care what they're saying. Same. I know what's going on. Yep. It's, it's the same over and over and over yep. again. So I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. So I kind of stopped <laughs> taking notes about it mm-hmm. because I was like, you know what? This is literally just filler and yeah. we probably won't spend much time on it. Exactly. So yeah, out of all the things, that was probably the cringiest just because it's so obvious that it was a time filler. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Which we were talking today like – I, I feel like it would just be better if they shortened the episodes. If I they know. don't have enough content, it's fine. Just give us an hour and a half. That's still twice as long as what most of us Americans are used to being able exactly. to watch every week exactly. for a TV show. Why is why does it have to be a certain length? Yeah, I wonder if there's um, like regulations or something they have to follow or mini- minimums. Who knows? But yeah, I feel like just shorten the episodes, guys. If you don't have a lot of content, just make it a shorter episode. Yeah. I agree. Absolutely. So, yeah. Let's pack that away and never revisit. Yeah. That. Yeah. So that's taken care of. <laughs> um, but we had, oh man, so many good conversations. I know. There were so many quotes I wrote down. I wouldn't have that Me many too. notes if it weren't for all the quotes because I started too. to just write down the gist and then I'm like, no. I did the same thing. Like, I copied now the whole we need, entire conversation. Yes, now we need the whole conversation. I can't just summarize this because there's so much good stuff said. Yep. Or meaningful or symbolic. Or, yes. Yeah. So what was one for you then? Well, hmm. I mean, when we start the episode, you know, Sanem tells him to leave. Mm-hmm. And so, but then obviously – She's regretting doing that. Immediately. Ar- immediately. Immediately. And uh, she wakes up depressed and Ihan comes. And Ihan is, I think, the one who tells her. I don't remember if it's then or if it's later in the episode. Mm-hmm. But she basically tells her 
um, you need to. Oh, well, actually, at that point, Ihan's telling her just to follow John on social media. Yes. She's like, well, what do you mean you can't see him again? We yeah. have social media. And clearly, that's not what Sanem means by not seeing him again. Yeah. But- it's funny. I don't think that the first time I watched the beginning of the series, mm-hmm. I don't think I realized how funny Ihan is. I know. And how many little quips and lines they gave her it's that are really clever. I think when and we're funny. Yep. When we have to take notes and pay I mean, granted, it's the second time watching it too, so we kind of right. know what's gonna happen. Right. But which I think helps for you to see details you didn't see before. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Ihan says something says or does something funny at least once or twice oh, yeah. every episode so far, if not more. Oh yeah. And all there's something about the lines that they give her mm-hmm. that are are very funny. Mm-hmm. Like she calls Osman the Marlon Brando of the neighborhood. I wrote that down when she episode. tells him like she's like, You're the Marlon Brando of the neighborhood, brother. It's so funny. <laughs> she's like, You're the you're the handsomest the, this side of the Balkans uh-huh. and that kind of a thing. And so it's it's just funny. She has all these comparisons that she'll do yeah. calling Layla the ice queen. Uh-huh. And- <laughs> well, and you know, she compared John to Brad Pitt yeah. a few episodes back, like how Brad Pitt would even be jealous of him, yeah. which, you know, I agree. <laughs> so funny. So yeah, I, I'm really appreciating Ihan and Osman even more this yeah. time around because they're such good friends to her mm-hmm. and... Osman in Rust Red. I was really appreciating his face. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm... Yeah, he had like a fresh haircut this week too. So he looked like... He did. I, I He still know. had those I'm an beautiful curls. And- <laughs> I, I love I love the sweet baby angel. I'm always going to love him. Yeah, yeah, I love him. <laughs> she does. We all love Osman, but not quite the way Ashley does. <laughs> I have a special place in my heart for him. Yeah. Um. So, oh gosh, see, I don't even know where to start with the cuteness. There are so many cute things. Okay, well, I'll talk about then. I'll bring up the rocks being thrown at her window. Oh, yes. Okay, so if you (sighs) want to watch this scene, it's at about the 18-minute mark in the episode, just Mm -hmm. FYI. But she's still in her room with Ihan, you know, it's the next morning, I believe. Yeah. She slept and Ihan's checking on her like, why are you still asleep? Yeah. And arguing with her to get up and out of her room when she starts to hear pebbles being thrown at her window. So she walks over to her window. She takes a deep breath. She's like, it's John. Yep. Opens her curtains. And then it's so sweet because she looks out the window. It's John down there. He's like giving her these little grins like, yep, it's me. And kind of motions for her to come downstairs, Mm -hmm. which she does. And then he, like, grabs her face and it's, like, so tender and sweet. And he just – he's, you know, like, what, two inches from her face Mm -hmm. as he's holding her face in his hands. And he says, what are you doing to me? One night, just one night, I couldn't handle not seeing you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she kind of basically says the same thing that, you know, me too, I hardly slept. Like – He's like, let's get out of here. And she says, where would we go? And he goes, does it even matter? And Mm -hmm. she's like, no, it doesn't. And then we're dragged back to reality because none of it is real, people. It was all (laughs) a dream. It was all a daydream. Yep. And it's Muzo. Muzo is the one throwing rocks at her window. (laughs) Moron. (laughs) What an Instagram versus reality moment, right? Oh, so true. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. <laughs> oh, brother. That was such a good moment up until it wasn't yeah. a moment. <laughs> yeah. And if we're going to talk about dreams, we've got <sighs> the white dress it. dream, which is you... simultaneously swoony and heartbreaking at the same time. You guys, it's mm. so good. But it was, to me, it was definitely I don't think I drew breath that entire scene. I know. You sit there and you don't realize it until it's over and you actually breathe out that yeah. you've just been holding your breath the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, everything is clenched. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got <laughs> to find it. I know I wrote. Here we go. Yeah. I know I wrote things down. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I copied the whole thing too. I wrote by far the tear jerkiest because yeah. it, ugh, it just grabs your heart in the best and worst mm-hmm. way and just squeezes the life out of it yep so this is what john this is how their conversation goes Mm -hmm. john says you're so beautiful i can't touch you why did you tell me to go because i don't want you she says why i don't love you why don't you get it now i'm sorry but meanwhile (laughs) all i was thinking Mm -hmm. as she's saying that is all i was thinking was i was thinking about demet and i'm thinking like how could you possibly handle doing a scene like this? I know. With him like an inch because from each face? Their noses they're... are practically touching. They're sitting on the grass and their legs are kind of a little tangled up in one another. They're facing and each they're other. And inches from each other and he's just touching her. Yeah, he's like. And staring at her yep. and he keeps looking at her lips. And I'm thinking, how do you handle that as a female person? I don't I know. Do... Because <laughs> don't think... let me tell you, his fingers are like stroking down the side of her face. He... His, you know, mouth is mere inches from hers. And he's whispering. And he, yes. His like voice this, is all deep and raspy. It's, but it's also this like oh soft, gosh. tender sounding too because yeah. he sounds so um, vulnerable uh-huh. because he's genuinely asking her like, why would you tell me to leave? But he still has mm-hmm. this like manly. Kill me now. Oh, oh and I'm just like, I wonder how many takes that took. And I wonder if. How do you ha- how do you handle that? I don't know. As a female, well, uh, maybe that's why they're secretly dating now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. How do you resist, John? I don't think you do. Or John DeVe. I, I don't either think you one. resist either one of them. I was like fanning myself. I know it's I was so ridiculous. It. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'll keep going. So she says, I don't love you while looking deeply into his eyes. Yeah, Sun M, girlfriend, we know you're lying. (laughs) Why don't you get it? He says, I don't believe you. The way you look at me, the way you touch, your smile. I don't don't believe believe you. you. There's something else you're not telling me. And she says, you don't know me. (laughs) I don't think she doesn't say it like that. (laughs) I put my own in it. We we had a we had a friend in (laughs) I can't believe you did that. That was a Freudian slip. We had a friend in high school. (laughs) Ashley and I. (laughs) Yeah. Little side note here. We had a friend in high school. Like Ashley Furry. I'm not saying it like Sun M. (laughs) Iden. We had this friend in high school, Sarah. She would just her favorite comeback. Would always just be like, you don't know me. But the way she would say it. I'm ruining this whole thing. was so funny. I'm sorry. Oh, my <laughs> sorry, gosh. You guys. I just I, killed it. I, I killed promise. <laughs> okay. Just go watch it at about a, yeah. an hour and 24 minutes. <laughs> she said, 
Just go watch it. Yeah. Because we are yeah. we're ruining it, but it's such a good, yeah. intimate, sensual. It's it's nothing like the way I'm, <laughs> I'm repeating it. Oh gosh. Sorry, guys. All right, we need to move on. <laughs> oh. The the dream. How I would say it. You don't you don't know that me. That is exactly how Ashley would say it. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. But basically it winds uh, it the dream ends with her telling him, looking him straight in the eye mm-hmm. saying, "I just want you to leave." Yeah. And then poor guy wakes up. Yeah. Because Emery's tickling him <laughs> with like a feather or something, <laughs> which I thought that seems like a terrible idea, but I don't know. What a brother thing to do though. Yeah. To wake up your mm-hmm. your brother with by tickling him yeah. and just messing with him. <laughs> I felt like that was such a brotherly moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Whew. Okay. Sorry. I promise you guys, it really was a tear jerky moment. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. It's so beautiful. And I didn't breathe the entire time. So yeah. I there were I mean, John was just the cutest this episode. He really was. He was so sweet. And like you said, he was very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It seemed like tender and vulnerable is what I feel like mm-hmm. described him most of this episode. And you know, he didn't have to be because she basically told him at the very beginning, get out of here. I don't want you. Right. Yeah. She says leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the poor guy, he just loves her so much. I don't think he has it in him to, you know, just be full on angry at her right. and to lash out. Well, and she can't stay away from him either. It's true. She's finding every single excuse. Yep. And it's funny how unabashed she's being at the beginning yeah. going over there and JJ offers to go over to the house uh-huh. after she supposedly quit. Yep. But, you know, Duran um, mm. calls and, con- and tells her basically, you have to take care of this. We need you. Right. She had committed to something before she quit. And it was like memorizing like three – because of her photographic memory. Had to memorize these 300 pages Mm -hmm. for the chicken company. Right. All Um, the reports. Yeah. And then to condense it into a summary report. Right. And so because they were depending on her for that, no one else had been working on it. So Duren basically is like, well, you need to finish this before you leave. And then you can quit. But I do love that Sun M uses that to her advantage – and basically forces (laughs) Duren to be nice Uh and to grovel. And to say please. And to say please. Like, yeah. okay, I'll do it, but only if you say please. It was a great – that was a great and moment. And Duran, like, goes into the closet, screams uh-huh. her head off, and then comes back on the phone and is like, Son M, dear, <laughs> would you please come in and finish? And, and she gets her to say please twice uh-huh. this episode. She sure does. Oh, so good. So very so smart good. on Son M's part. Yeah. So because of that um, – Well, and John was like, I'm not coming into work today. Send all the reports to my house, which everybody – very diligently did they right. did their job like duran told them to right so he has all the information at his house mm-hmm. and son m oh bummer has to go over to john's house to look at the reports yep even though jj offers to get it for her uh-huh i love that yeah jj yeah. says i'll go get it for you i'll bring it here to you so you can work from home and she's like don't bother <laughs> i'll just go do it it's my job uh-huh. i'll just go over there and do it as though she's the one doing them the favor when really she just realizes, okay, I can see him one more time mm-hmm. without having to admit it because I'm just going over there to do my job. And enter gratuitous workout scene number yep. two, actually, by the time she gets there. Yeah. We already had one with where he and, with Yes. And if you didn't know this, Amut, his trainer, is actually John's real life mm-hmm. trainer. So the guy he's boxing with is, uh, his name is Amut and we love Amut. Yeah. But- 
yeah, earlier in the episode, we had John working out with him. And then we enter Tucson M arriving mm-hmm. just as they're finishing up. And I love how Amut tells him, brother, whatever you're doing is not boxing. I'm out of here. Because yeah. like, he's just taking out all of his aggression. And-, and he tells him, you can't fix your problems this way. Right. <laughs> yep. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So as he's leaving, Son M's arriving. Yep. So of course, when she knocks on the door, the front John door. John is shirtless. <laughs> what a hardship. <laughs> what a hardship. And we get, so he answers the door and we get the classic Son M head tilt uh-huh. and the hand wave in front of her face. Where like, she's going, what? is this real? Is this real? What am I seeing? <laughs> is he, is this real life? So I love, you know, he basically asks her what she's doing there. She kind of explains. Uh-huh. And he says, okay, well, you know, you can, you can look. And, and she kind of turns away and she's like, I don't think that's such a good idea, John Bay. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't mean look at me. I meant you could look at the report and you can tell he is enjoying her flusteredness. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, man. I also love how crazy flustered Duran is this episode. Yeah. And how she's freaking out and mm-hmm. she has her first coffee moment. I, when I first watched that episode, I literally took a screen grab of that little scene where she's uh-huh. where they're telling her – uh. Doren, you've had five coffees and it's not even noon. And she's like, coffee. Mm-hmm. I took that little screen grab of her saying that and I use it for so much stuff. I, it's like my favorite. It's not a GIF. It's just a little video clip uh-huh. of her screaming for a coffee because, you know, same. <laughs> yep. Losing her mind. Yes. Oh, man. Um, We also see, I think this is the very first time mm. we meet yeah. Son M's inner voice. Yeah. And she's outside in the backyard at John's house waiting for him to bring like the paperwork out to her or whatever. Yeah. And her inner voice appears and is like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, who are you? Are, 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 are you my, are you my thoughts? Are you my inner voice? And she's like, yeah, who else would I be? And she's like, well, I'm talking to myself. So who knows? I must be going crazy. Yeah. John's watching this whole exchange from inside the house. So he doesn't really know who she's talking to. And he walks out and is like, Sundam, are you okay? And she like hurries and puts her phone up to her ear, like trying to save face. But yeah. <laughs> so good. It's too late. And uh, when, let's see, he walks out. What else happens? Well, because her, her inner voice is telling her to find an excuse to stay, basically. Yeah. she's like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to see him more mm-hmm. I, he's just gonna give me the stuff and i'm gonna have to leave right and her inner voice is telling her find an excuse to say and so that's when she makes up the fact that she doesn't have a computer yeah well i well, don't she even doesn't. know if that's yeah that a lie. is true yeah but that's why she has to stay because she doesn't have a computer mm-hmm. um and that's when he finds out he's like well how are you writing your book mm-hmm. and that's how he finds out that she is doing it just with pen and paper yes. because she thinks it's more, more poetic poetic yeah yep. Which but is such a Sun M thing. What's funny it. what's funny too is when he walks out there and she says, like, Oh, those are your files that I need to look at. Well, I guess we can share them because, you know, I don't mm-hmm. have a computer. There's no way to make copies of them, whatever. Right. And he says, Oh, are you regretting last night? Mm, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like regretting telling me to go. And she's like, Uh oh, you're right. I should go. She goes to leave and boyfriend changes his yes. tune so quickly. Yes, I love that because he he what did i say i mean she she's like 
you know what? You're almost like snaps her back into reality. And she's like, you're right. I should go and go yeah. to sleep. And he's like, get me, get me. He, he's get like, me. no, I think I was rude without meaning to be. Please uh-huh. stay. And he's, he gets all timid mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you can tell that he regrets giving her a hard time because yep. now she's actually going to leave. Yep. So he starts backpedaling yep. and telling her, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. No, right. you can, you can work here. You can stay here. Yeah, sit please, out, go he, sit down. I'll bring everything out to you. I'll be in the house out of your way. Sanem, please stay. Uh-huh. I love it. Oh, man. So stinking cute. So good. Because once he gets her all settled and he goes back in the house to read his book, he uh-huh. does pretty much anything but read his book. And the two of them are just stealing window glances at each other. I loved those. So They're, good. Oh, how did I put it? Oh, I thought that was the swooniest. It's, I mean, you know, they we keep flashing back and forth between them and other things. Right. But them basically drooling and being distracted over each other. Completely. While they're working at John's eyes, they're both taking turns getting that glazed mm-hmm. look in their eye as they stare at the yep. other one yep so good and then i i do think it's my favorite when john is watching her mm-hmm. and the music is playing and uh-huh. he's just kind of staring at her he's like and in then a daze he, and then he comes out and he's like sunem stop like please don't do that yes because she's like <laughs> she's like running her fingers through her own hair and like just typical normal stuff but it's in slow motion as he's watching it and he like cannot handle it and so he's like stop don't and she's like don't what he's like uh don't eat hungry you're hungry right like tries to like you shouldn't be working hungry Uh we should go somewhere and then that kind of breaks the spell it does she's like well because she takes it he basically is like oh i need basically says something about needing a place bigger than this to eat right and she sort of took it as i think like maybe him trying to get out right maybe him trying to leave because she's here right and so she was like oh i understand what you're saying and like gets up to leave Mm -hmm. he tries to stop her but this time she's like no i really should go yeah and yeah she goes to leave he walks her to the door and and she goes to shake his hand she goes to shake his hand and he pulls her hand and turns it into one of the saddest hugs well because he says what are you doing and then and then he grabs yeah. her and pulls her in. And I wrote, hug. it's one of the saddest hugs I've ever seen between two people who are in love with one another. Mm-hmm. It's like he, they're both holding each other because they know they it's the last. They think this is the last time they're going to see each right. other. Yeah. Yep. And so he they're says. they're taking it to take advantage. Yeah. And he almost starts to tell her, he almost gives her a hint that he's planning to leave because near the end of the hug, he like strokes mm. her hair and then he says, you don't have to quit. I told you you wouldn't see me again. Yeah. Yep. And she's kind of like, no, I have to. Mm-hmm. And he made one He made one um, statement that I was like, man, this describes it, their situation so well. He says, you're like a complicated knot uh-huh. in me that I couldn't figure I couldn't out. I couldn't figure you out. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then she actually leaves. Yeah. And it's really sad. Yeah. Well, and they're both really sad too. Mm-hmm. They both. You know, she goes home and she's really upset. And then he calls his buddy Akif. We love Akif. And then Akif is like, dude, you told me that you were destroyed, mm-hmm. but you're not saying anything. I, do you want to talk about it? Right. And John, I think, tells him something to the effect of, I just want to sit and be quiet with my friends. Yeah. Because he says, I'm so upset, dude. Which I <laughs> thought that was so funny that that's what they used as the yeah. translation because that's such a California word. John says, I'm so upset, dude. I'm about to lose my mind. And Akif, because Akif is a good friend and knows mm-hmm. everything about his friend, says, is this about Sanem? And John says, of course it's about Sanem. 
And Akif says, oh, dude, what did you do? She's oh, she's so nice. Why do you keep upsetting her? And he's her John's weird like, translation. I know. <laughs> it's so fun. It, the translations are just making to, me laugh. To hear it in English, it sounds really ridiculous. <laughs> Can you imagine two guys? Oh, dude, what did you do to upset her? She's so nice. <laughs> and then John says... What are you babbling about? How do you know if I did something to upset her? Why would I upset her? Oh. And they wind up meeting at a place. And right. Then Akif's like, you dragged me out here. Let's talk about it. And that's, you're losing your mind. Right. And that's when he says, no, sometimes a guy just wants to be with his friends and be able to sit in basically just in peaceful silence. Right. Uh, and that's basically, and Akif's a good friend. So even though he drove all the way out there to meet him, that's what they do. He just sits there with his friend. Yeah. While they drink some type of liquor because it's blurred blurred out out. (laughs) (laughs) it's like well i know that's alcohol and during that same time son m's just like laying on her bed and crying i know gosh so sad then we get a really funny moment with jj and ihan well because he brings her a gift because because... he read on the internet that women like small and smart gifts (laughs) so he brings her a small gift and it's actually very fitting she gets very excited because it's a funny like pair of socks pair of socks and they have a cool design on them and she's like wow thank you so much and then he tells her well she goes i'm gonna go try them on yeah and he's like yeah i was wondering how they would look on you <laughs> and she stops and she dead in her out, <laughs> turns around says excuse me what did you say you want to see me in them what do you have a foot a fetish, foot fetish? <laughs> Poor JJ. She's like, no, no, I didn't mean anything by it. I just wanted to give you a nice gift. Oh, man. But at that point, she's like a little too freaked out. And she's like, I need to calm down. You've got to go. I'll yeah. call you when I feel like my normal self again. Yeah, he's like, well, when's our next meeting? She's like, when I say it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so good. Oh, then we have another heartbreaking moment because – John Bay is upset, so he goes jogging, and he another, goes to the coast. Another gratuitous workout scene. Uh-huh. Although he's, like, jogging for a second, and then he stops. Yeah. <laughs> but he's in workout clothes, so. Yeah. And he goes to the coast, mm-hmm. to the rocks, where they had their last conversation. Not yeah. That big conversation when she tells him to leave. And he's looking longingly out over the water, and he finds her bandana. Yeah. And, of course, he starts thinking about Sanem and having flashbacks. And he's, like, smelling it. Because mm-hmm. it probably smells like her perfume. Yep. And then who shows up? Who but also shows up at the rocks. Upset and thinking about the uh-huh, other one uh-huh. is Sanem. Did you write down what she I said? I did. Yeah. So she says, a moment right out of fairy tales. The man I love is here. I missed him. He's just a few steps away. But this story won't have a happy ending like the fairy tales. He's not the evil king. I was the evil of the story. I said nothing but lies to a man who hated lies. So she doesn't go to him. She turns around and leaves. You're screaming at the screen, go to him. I know. You're like the two of you. You're like, turn around, turn around, John, see her, turn around and see her. And yeah, he, he sees her, but right as she's leaving. Right. So he's probably not sure if it really is her. Yeah. So they, they have kind of a passing moment. Um, but she's so upset. And I thought that was really sad that she's, uh, that she's thinking, I, 
I was the evil in the story because mm-hmm. at first she thought he was this bad guy. Right. And now the tables are turned yeah. now that the truth has been revealed to her. Yeah. Ugh. And, and it, she feels so awful. And it makes, I mean, it really does make you understand why she's doing what she's doing as much as you hate it. Right. Because she's trying to spare him more hurt. And right. she's hurting him in and another she's like, way. he doesn't really know me. If he knew me, he wouldn't love me. Right. And so she sees this as probably the lesser of two evils because mm-hmm. he doesn't know me that well. So I might as well just upset him now by saying I don't want him because he'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, too, she even says, like, you know, to Ihan, like, why would he really even want me? He's John Devitt, famous world yes. photographer. And, you know, she lists off all these attributes about him. And so she kind of talks herself out of buying into the fact that he could truly care about her. Right. Because he's this big famous guy who could basically do anything he wants or have anyone mm-hmm. he wants. Um, I also, let's see, do I want to talk about something funny? Heavy? I know. Um, how about well i thought go ahead once again john is wonderful because he's even kind to eileen after everything i almost was gonna bring that up because when she shows up on their doorstep yep she shows up on the doorstep well yeah and i i actually forgot about this part so Mm -hmm. when i was watching it when that scene ended i was actually surprised by what happened because, you know, she shows up at his yeah. doorstep asking if Emery's home. And he's like, he's not. Do you want me to call him? And she's like, right. no, if you call him and tell him I'm here, he definitely won't come. Right. And John's like, okay, come in. Let's talk about it. Yeah. And she says, are you sure? And he's like, Eileen, come in. Yeah. They go out to the backyard. And, um, you know, she basically says, I'm still in love with your brother, mm-hmm. even though all this ugliness happened and I just can't help it, you know. And then I don't even recognize who I am. Like, I'm not the kind of person that shows up on people's doorsteps waiting for them. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and John's kind of like, well, why are you doing it then? And she says, because you do crazy things when you love someone. Uh And you can tell the wheels are turning in his head. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of sucks, though, because John basically is like, you know, I'm sorry. Kind of feels for her. Yeah. um, And they end the conversation. She's like, I should go. It's getting late. And just as she's leaving and she's out of John's sight, mm-hmm. she has this ugly little smirk on her face. And I'm like, crap, I should have known. This was just part of her plan. She's yep. manipulating John so that John will be the one to push Emre into her to arms. Her. Yep, which he does. Right. And she ends. he ends up going right back to her. Yeah. Because John gives – Emre gets home later and John's like, you're never going to believe who was here. Explains, you know, right. everything they talked about. And – with the information John has, right. he gives Emery really good advice, you yeah. know, because Emery's like, well, how can I be with her when you and dad hate her? And he's like, why are you so concerned about what everybody thinks? Yep. If she's who you want, go after her, you know, basically like. And he says, yeah, whatever you decide, I'll be behind you. Yeah. Being such a good brother, a brother that Emery does not deserve. That stupid jerky snake and then emre goes back into the arms of the witch mm-hmm. and even though i hate her i put <laughs> i put eileen don't answer the door so late at night and only in a nighty. i know she's <laughs> clearly eileen's clearly not a murder we know either because she's just asking to get murdered <laughs> that's all i was thinking i know the doorbell rings and i'm thinking you're here <laughs> you're, you're in a nighty uh-huh. and it's late at night uh-huh. obviously what are you doing and it's clear you weren't expecting emory because when the doorbell rings yeah. she's kind of like what the heck but- get a weapon girl I look know. out the window <laughs> <I know>. protect <laughs> yourself a little bit 
Good grief. Anyway, it's <laughs> that true. Was my two cents. It's true. Um, I also love that the next morning, half the company is sick. Uh-huh. Half of the agency is completely from sick. Eating the chicken from the company they're representing. Well, no, they oh, were it eating, wasn't. No, they were eat. They ate different chicken. Oh, that must have gotten lost in my because, translation. Be, well, and you kind of find out the later. Conversation between Duran and JJ, I mm-hmm. couldn't figure out. I, I thought it was their chicken. So yeah, so half the company's sick from chicken. He's like, "Son, M, come help!" Like. You know, because we're so short-handed, so Sun M winds up coming into the agency, and when she gets there, or as she's on her way, Duran and JJ are like, "What the heck are we gonna do?" Right? Because, um, you know, we've got uh, Galena chickens coming in today mm-hmm. to talk with us about their campaign. How do we tell them that half of our company? And he's like, "Well, you know, JJ's like, just tell them that they're sick because we ate chicken." And she's like, "Let's tell the chicken company who we represent that our staff got sick from eating chicken." And he's like, well, tell them it wasn't their chicken. She's like, let's tell the company we're representing <laughs> that we don't like their chicken. So we ate somebody else's chicken and we got sick off of it. Yeah. And so, so that I must have just missed the Yeah, I understood that, that it was just random chicken. But JJ's like, yeah, we're fine. Just tell them it wasn't their chicken. But then it's right. like, well, why would we not eat the chicken of a company we represent? Right. And so they're freaking out. Of course, John's like, I'm not going into work. Mm-hmm. And then he does wind up coming into work because he finds out from Emray that Sanem is in the office. Yep. So he's like, oh, Sanem's there? And all of a sudden, John's going to magically show up at the office later. So Sanem gets pulled back in to help because she's sick. The chicken queen arrives, not just yep. not just her. The queen of chickens. Right, the queen of chickens. Anti-Remedy. Remy Day arrives. So everyone really starts freaking out because they're like, she doesn't usually come to meetings. Holy crap. Like, yep. She They're makes all, quite – I love the entrance she makes oh, too. Oh, completely. With her cane. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Duren goes to like kiss her hand and she, and Remedy like sticks her cane out to her. <laughs> and she's like, I'm here for the meeting. Well, and she basically says that her representatives told mm-hmm. her how badly the meeting had gone the day before. Right. So she decided that to she show needed up. to come and see for herself yep. what, was, what the heck is going on. Yep. So they're in a meeting and they're kind of floundering. Yep. Because she isn't – she's only loving one idea yeah, for the Yeah, she says, I've only loved one idea so far, and it's the one where the chicken demands better work conditions from her boss. Mm-hmm. Who came up with that? And Duran, not wanting to give Sanem any credit, is yes. like, well, we all brainstormed. These are all of our ideas. Yeah. And and she's like, like you would come up with that idea. It's somebody from – It's a it's a, someone from a common place mm-hmm. or, you know – Basically saying like a typical customer, not someone of your stature. Yeah. And I love that John gets there at that point. Yeah. He, of course, no has known Remedy his whole life. So they have a cute little greeting. And yeah. he's like, Auntie Remedy. And she hugs him and this. But she sort of sees these looks exchanged as John sits down. Well, because between... he pointedly looks right oh, at Sanem completely. as soon as he sits down. Oh, yeah. And day sees everything. Uh-huh. So she completely takes note of not only John looking at her, yeah. but Sanem looking at John. Yep. So I said, Remedy sees all. Mm-hmm. So Remedy's talking um, about how she needs, you know, egg sales to be even higher and blah, blah, right. blah. And Sanem basically starts muttering under her breath right. about why that's not going to happen. Yeah. And Remedy's like, excuse me? Yeah. 
But then Sanem gives it to her straight because yep. she's seen all the data. Yep. And she has a photographic memory. Yep. So she understands the correlation of what's going on yep. and how Remedy's kids are mismanaging the company. Yep. And she gives it to her straight and she tells her, look, this is what they're doing. This is why your stuff doesn't taste as good. And now it, and your why sales are lower. And why don't you see that? Like, how, how can you not see that? Yeah. And so everybody's freaking out mm-hmm. because she just spoke straight. Yeah. you know everyone but john to to remedy mm-hmm. and uh but remedy loves it oh yeah and she basically says like i've gone to agencies everywhere and nobody is this honest with me mm-hmm. but i love that she points out to son m because here we go this is a double-edged sword yep. in what she's saying and she says son m doesn't love mean forgiving mm-hmm. the mistakes of people of those you love mm-hmm. so basically like yeah i know what my kids are doing but you know what's left of love if we can't love everyone yeah she for says, who they are yeah if we don't accept each other with our mistakes what would we have left of yes love? yeah and you can tell it's a very pointed statement uh-huh. that she's making she's yeah. making it to john and son m yeah but you know under the guise of she's just saying this about her kids well and i don't know if it, it's interesting that she would say that i don't i don't think at that point she is I don't know that I agree that she's saying it to Too John pointedly? and M at that at that point because okay. she just walked into that situation. Yeah, all she's seen are a couple looks. True. So I think it's more probably meant to be the the writers kind of putting that in okay. as kind of a a lesson. Yeah. Um, for the two of them, yeah. I I mean maybe she. I don't know. It just seems so early for mm-hmm. her to say something like that. That's I mean, she winds so up pointed. walking them in a barn that night. She so. does. <laughs> she does. Yeah. Um, but she also has seen at least a couple more interactions True. between the two of them since then. Yeah. Because um, she ends up telling Sana, I'm like, okay, I like you. Mm-hmm. I need to show you something tonight. Yeah. You're going to be in this place at 7 o'clock. Yes. I love how she's like, oh, I'll send my driver. Oh, no. The driver can't do it. Uh, but don't worry. John will John drive will there. John will take you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. And then uh, Remedy tells John, like, I want to be – I want to have a coffee with you in your office so we can catch up and then I'll leave. So Sanem brings John his tea mm-hmm. while Remedy has her coffee. And John basically takes it from her and, you know, says, okay, well, since you won't be back tomorrow, can you please make sure that JJ knows to bring my tea to me? From now on. From now on. Yeah. And he kind of watches her walk out the door. Uh Uh-huh. And then Remedy gives him a little heart to heart about how she's known him his whole life and Mm -hmm. he tends to keep things inside and don't do that. And John's kind of like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I'm just saying in general, like, just don't do that in life you know so she's trying not to be too obvious right (laughs) um also i love there's a little scene between jj and son m right after that and i think because he's upset she's leaving and Mm -hmm. i think maybe he thinks he had something to do with it Mm. because he's like son m did i hurt you and she's and it's so sad because she says my heart has no spot left to be hurt oh and i loved though that jj's like Okay, good, because I would rather hurt myself than hurt you. And I'm like, JJ. I know. We've gotta love JJ. I love him. And then of course John keeps sneaking looks, sneaking out and looking for Sun M while she's oh, yeah. still in the office. I love how he winds up in the archive room. Oh my gosh. That and was so stinky. He cute. like pretends he's looking for a file. Yeah. But he like he turns this like <laughs> box that's like made of all glass so it's reflective. He turns the box so that he can see her reflection without actually looking at her. Yeah. And he's just 
stealing all these glances at her and watching her while he's supposedly looking for a file and yep that was my adorablest moment it was so cute (laughs) because he every time he catches a glance of her he gets this like short sweet happy little smile Uh on his face and she's completely unaware of it and I loved it. Ugh. I loved it. So good. So then they get locked in together because yes. they wind Auntie up at the Remedy wants uh Sanem to help her basically develop an outdoor market where right. she can sell all of the organic goods that mm-hmm. they have to offer. Like a little bazaar type uh-huh. um, place. And it's I don't know what to call that place. It's not a barn and it's not a greenhouse. Yeah. It's just like the cement building with windows, but it's like dirt for a floor. Yeah. I don't really know what to call it, but, you know, basically Remedy's like, Sanem, I want you to picture what we can do with this, and mm-hmm. I want John to photograph it so you can get ideas. Yes. Basically just so that she could force the two of them in there together, and she's like, I'll be back, and yeah. then leaves, locks the door. And right before she leaves, she tells John, she's such a special girl, and you don't see that very often. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And he's like, don't worry, I know that. <laughs> And then suddenly they're trapped. Yep. They sure are. So she locks them in. Sanem goes to leave a little bit later. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I've done my part. Jambe, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Well, she says, can I leave? Can I leave? And he's like, don't. He says, stop asking me that. Yep. And so she just leaves. Mm-hmm. Well, she tries. Well, she tries, <laughs> but she can't get the door open. Yep. That's when they discover it's been locked. Uh-huh. John calls Auntie Remede on the phone and he says, somehow we've been locked in here. And she goes, Oh, no, I forgot the place closes at 8. The guard must have locked it. I'll call him. He does live a little bit of a ways away. So, so it it's going to take a bit. It's going to take a bit, but I'll get him sent over. Meanwhile, she's saying all of this literally right outside yep. the barn thing. <laughs> Tells the guard, leave them in there for a few hours and then unlock it. And yep. then she leaves. <laughs> it's so good, but we get some really tense, good we do. moments we inside do. of that cement building thing i don't know what to call it yeah well one funny little moment with Mm -hmm. that is um i think john is looking for an exit is that what he's doing i don't know he was off somewhere Mm -hmm. i i think i missed i think he was looking for a lantern just so they could see okay so um he comes back and they but it's dark, so mm-hmm. they end up bumping into each other. Right. And Sanem shines this light in his face. Uh-huh. And he's like, whoa, put the light down. I'm frozen like a bunny. Uh-huh. <laughs> because John and Bunny do not belong in the same conversation together. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so funny, though. It is Such really a funny. funny little thing for him to say. So part I'm of it makes like me wonder, bunny. is there something lost in translation? Maybe. But because it's just too funny, the way it, like, yeah. You're... I mean, if it's nighttime and, you know, you drive up to a place and mm-hmm. there's a large lawn, you probably are going to see little bunny rabbits True. out there during, <laughs> and during the evening time. And they tend to in headlights. Yeah. So maybe it was just that. Maybe uh-huh. that's kind of a common phrase or saying. Yeah. Um. Let's see. But while he's sifting and searching for that lantern, his mm-hmm. hand has been cut. Yes. She doesn't really take note right away Mm-mm. because... She sees a lantern on the wall and is like, well, there's one. And I saw some matches over here. Mm-hmm. But how are we going to get it? And John basically says, well, I could lift you. Yeah. And you could just grab it. And she's like, lift me. But John, I'll f- John Bay, I will fall. And I love what he says to her. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you climbed down from a two-story window just the other night. You're not going to fall. Uh-huh. <laughs> So he, yeah, he so called he picks you out. Her up. 
picks her up. Got a little electric moment yes, there. Yes, we did. She grabs the lantern. He, like, gently sets her down. And as they both are standing back up, their noses are, like, practically touching. Mm-hmm. They're looking at each other. And this, I love this, um, which I'll make, I'll make more of a commentary on this at the end of the episode. But mm-hmm. she notices his cut and wants to clean it. Mm-hmm. So she starts taking care of it. They both start having thoughts in their heads and it parallel they, it thoughts. play out it plays out like a conversation of parallel mm-hmm. thoughts. They're both they both think tonight's the last night. Mm-hmm. And she thinks, I won't see you tomorrow while he's thinking, Your pretty face, your voice. And at the same time, she's thinking, if I reached my hand out right now, and he's thinking, if you reached your hand out, I'd never let it go again. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I can't, or she thinks yeah. to herself, I can't say anything. My lies, you don't want me. Or no, I'm sorry. I messed that up. She says, I can't say anything. My lies. He's thinking. Oh, that's interesting. My version said, all the lies I told are keeping me apart from you forever. Oh, that's a better one. So she's saying that while he's thinking, you just don't want me. Mm-hmm. And what, this is the killer. It's the it's mm-hmm. the last thoughts they have. and. Ugh, it's horrible because he he says if you really loved me you wouldn't go mm-hmm. while she's thinking if you really knew me you wouldn't love me yep it's yeah. so sad crushing they're just it's like oh my gosh i need you guys to say these things out loud and then talk it out and like kiss right now well and as and what i wrote down too is as she's wrapping his hand up with the mm-hmm. bandana you know that he wants to kiss her so badly. Oh, my gosh. That look in his eyes. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's putting the oil on it. Uh-huh. And so she's, like, taking care of his hand and wrapping it so gently. And, yep. Oh, There's yep. just this electricity passing between them. Mm-hmm. And neither one of them really want to acknowledge it. Right. But it's there. And yeah. at that point, you know, the door gets unlocked by the guard. Yep. And he drives her home. I love it because. Because <laughs> he's going super he's slow. going so slowly. <laughs> and she's like, John Bay, you're only going 40 kilometers an hour. And he goes, oh, I have a speed phobia. I just, just developed, developed it. it. <laughs> and she has a little smile. because yep, How can you not be flattered? It. Excuse me. That's she speaking adorable. So then he gives her a goodbye gift. From the company, I say in air quotes, because Mm -hmm. we all know it's not from the company. Although I did question, he had it in his glove box. When was he going to give it to her? Because he didn't know he was going to be driving her home. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Maybe he had just had it with him already. And then he thought, well, Mm -hmm. this is the last time we're going to see each other. So I better give it to him now. Well, and I think when he gives it to her, I think it um, would be good to mention when they were working at his house and she Mm -hmm. talks about how um, I write with a pen and paper because Mm -hmm. it's more poetic. She also says, but I don't write anymore. I don't think I can be an author. Yeah. Um, And basically, I don't remember exactly how it goes, but he's like, what? Like, you don't write anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. he's kind of surprised to hear that because it's what she's talked about wanting to do for so long. And we know why she can't write because – you know, she's too upset and right. she, yeah, she just feels like that's not something within her grasp anymore. Right. 
So he gives her this goodbye gift, Mm -hmm. tells her, you know, she can open it once she's in the house. And he tells her that he's leaving. And then he says that he's going back abroad. Yes. If this is about me, if my presence is bothering you, don't worry. You don't have to quit. I'm going abroad. And she said, and that's when she says, are you really? When? And he said, as soon as possible, there's nothing keeping me here. Mm -hmm. And then she kind of flashes back and realizes, oh, I had all these clues he was leaving. The plane ticket that was delivered to him in his office, yada, yada. And the phone call she overheard. The phone call she overheard about, you know, him leaving early or being there early in the morning. Yeah. And then he says to her, Ugh. he says, you, you're a very special woman. Smart, creative, funny, practical. You have so many qualifications. Mm-hmm. You'll come to good positions if you don't leave the company. So just think about it. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, I hope you don't only accept your fate. You deserve so, so much better. So, so much better. And she says, do you have to go? Are you sure? And instead of answering her, he just says, good night, Sonem. Yeah. And she gets out of the car and says, good night. And the whole time there's this song, or no, this song starts to play. I said, (laughs) I said, cue Ufuk song and we all cry. (laughs) Yes. I wrote that. I put, break my dang heart. Also, the song makes me cry. I don't even understand the words to it. And it's a song by... An artist called Afouk Bedemir. And the song is called I Tenli Kadin. So something about a woman. Oh, okay. Um, which makes sense for the situation. Uh-huh. But it's a good song. So mm-hmm. go look it up. Uh, maybe we'll post a link to it. That's a um, good idea. On Instagram. That's a good idea. So that's how the episode ends. No. Oh, no. It is not how it ends. No, it's You're not, right. Kristen. Oh, because I had she one goes more, up into I had, her room. I had one more page of notes. Sorry, you guys. And she <laughs> opens the present. And it's a beautiful quill pen with mm-hmm. ink. And, of course, a note. Of and course. And not only is there a note, but uh-huh. it's wrapped up into like a little scroll uh-huh. tied up tied with twine. Tied <laughs> And it says, don't stop writing. Don't, don't stop, stop dreaming. dreaming. Ugh, Dawn. And I put, they're such soulmates. I know. <laughs> I said, then Sanem needs her friend because she's wrecked. Yep. Amen. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she calls Ihan and she says, Ihan, I need you. Yeah. Oh so, of gosh. course, Ihan being the amazing friend she is. She comes right over. Comes running over in her pajamas and basically... She tells her, I have to go after him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ihan's like, what? And she's like, what are you going to tell him? She's like, I'm going to tell him I can't live without him. I don't know. I'll think of it when I see him. Yeah. She just knows, like, he's leaving and I have to catch him before he leaves. And I wrote, and she's. And I can't go on without him. And I can't go on without him. And so I wrote, she's going after her man. Yep. And then she she leaves. She's all happy. Ihan's like, all right, friend, good luck. Yep. She gets to the house. She, she walks the doorbell. up the steps. She rings the doorbell. Et voila, Pollen. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> everything crashed and burned and everything is flames. And that's, of course, the end of the episode. Of course, it's the end of the episode. <laughs> so you're like, oh, man, here is Pollen in the flesh. And yep. Uh, you know, Sanem immediately knows who she is. She because recognizes of her, her photographic memory. She flashes back to the first episode, passing yep. her on the stairs. So this can't be anything good because no. you know she's thinking he's leaving, but here's this woman here, yeah, with her bags, yeah, like, yeah. So who knows what the heck is going through her mind, right? And we well, won't find out. And then John and John. What am I saying? <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. I do that all the time. I was saying John M. Uh-huh. 
I did that last week, I'm pretty sure. So you're in good company. Ooh. So, and John mm-hmm. had just told Sunem that he had broken up with Pullen. Right. So she <gasps> you're sees right. Pullen at in his house now you're answering right. his door because last week when she was like oh how's Pauline and yeah he says actually we broke up yep I totally did yep. not think of that so now John looks like a liar yep to her or something or I mean some form of something got lost yeah but it sure mix. looks like betrayal uh-huh for one thing yep so yeah it's oh. there are so many things that do not bode well about Pauline answering the door but all in all, honestly, this was such a good episode. Like, I was basically sitting on the edge of my seat the whole mm-hmm. time. I was constantly taking deep breaths in and not releasing them for several minutes, yeah. watching the interactions between the two of them. Yep. And, you know, there's just – even though they're sad, there's so many right. good, heavy, meaningful moments yeah. that happen between the two of them. And it's just like, it just eggs you on like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I just need them to happen. But they're just so head over heels with for each other. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that's why it's such a good episode and because you really of, see that right. in their moments. Right. Well, and because John and Demet have such amazing chemistry, Seriously. like we can't say enough. It's unbelievable. It makes it all the better. I mean, because think about those scenes when their noses are basically touching mm-hmm. or they wind up in these, you know very intimate looking positions and they're just staring at each other if there was if you could not sense chemistry there honestly it would just look awkward and be Mm -hmm. super uncomfortable to watch oh yeah because i've seen stuff like that where it's like oh this is so cringy like on other shows Mm -hmm. like there is not chemistry these two do not belong together and those moments when those moments are created they're ruined yeah so oh totally we're so spoiled with john and demet Oh my gosh, we really are. So, yeah. yeah. So next week, we'll find out what the heck happens after Polen opens the door mm-hmm. and words are exchanged. Yep. Um, do you have a question this week? Because I did not think of one. Um, Darn it, I did. And now I forgot. Well, we don't have to ask a question every week. Yeah, we that's to, true. But that was just kind of a... Fun, a little, fun little yeah way to interact with you guys well if we think of it we'll just post it on twitter when we drop the episode that's a good idea so we can always just we always post it on twitter and instagram anyhow for sure so we'll think of something before we publish the episode and let yeah. you guys know yeah so now can we transition here, into yes. spoiler so, session listen if you have not watched episodes <laughs> 41 and 42 press the stop button now <laughs> Go Come ke- back to it eventually. Yeah. Don't sleep. Go catch up on every episode <laughs> you're behind on for the, you know, however long that takes. It's only 34 yeah, episodes. It's only 34 episodes <laughs> from this one. You can do it in like three days if you don't sleep. <laughs> oh, gracious. So this is your warning. We're yep. about to enter into spoiler zone. So yep. hit the stop button. We'll see you next week. If not, stay and let's chat a little bit. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> go ahead because I have oh, some things man. I have to find. Oh, First of all, the bandana. (laughs) The bandana. The bandana. You guys, I can't even tell you. It's so crazy because obviously Ashley and I had no idea what was coming in the show when we started this podcast. You know, because our first episode dropped at the beginning of April. Mm -hmm. So we had no idea the timing of what episodes we would be Mm -hmm. rewatching, how they would be coinciding with the new episodes. Yep. But I'm telling you, it is so crazy. Like we... You know, a few weeks ago, we just watched episode five with the whole fake cinema, how they met scene. Uh And then literally it happened 
the next week yep. in episode 40, yep. we got to see that scene in real life happen. Yep. Like, and then, you know, last the, week, last week when we, or was it the week before when we realized that he's kept the bandana this whole time? Yeah. Last week we realized he kept it. Okay. And of course the bandana comes into huge play. Yeah. in this episode eight yeah and it was it came into play again in the yeah. live episode today because it's what he ran into the fire for yeah when he picked up the the bandana off the rocks uh-huh. when i was watching it i was like shut i up. know i couldn't i couldn't believe it i know crazy aisha is like oh making sure that no no pun intended no rock is left unturned mm-hmm. when it comes to these details yeah because when was the last time we saw that bandana like maybe episode nine or 10 like we haven't seen it in a while it hasn't played a big factor in a long time no but in this episode he finds it then he's like oh i was gonna give this back to you i mm-hmm. but i forgot it in my back pocket and right. she wraps his hand in it so it winds up in his possession again anyhow yep and then it's the the one thing he ran back into that burning mm-hmm. hut for at the beginning of today's episode today's yep. live episode 42 that's what he comes running out with. Yeah. Son M sees it mm-hmm. in his hands and the light bulb finally turns on for her that he didn't forget her. Yep. And oh my gosh. And then also the one thing I wanted, I started to text Ashley this last yes. night and I was like, crap, I got to wait. The inner thoughts mm. conversations last week. They had that whole. In 41. Yeah. In 41 in the kitchen, they were both thinking things yep. but not saying them out loud yep. and it played out as a parallel conversation yep. and that's exactly what happened in the barn thing in episode that's 8 right. so those things are happening again yep even her inner voice yes so in again in episode 8 this is the first time we see it uh-huh. and last week in episode 41 it's her inner back. voice is back mm-hmm. all of a sudden and it's like oh well john came back so i came back yep and there is someone on – I screenshotted this. Um, I'm I'm guessing your name is Suzanne because her name on Twitter is Suzanne underscore Ashk 2019. So, Suzanne, you tweeted um, yesterday, I think. You said, wow, episode eight has it all, which is so yes. funny because we I just was watching episode eight last night yeah. so that we could record this episode. Yep. And you tweeted, wow – Episode 8 has it all. The bandana appears at the rocks. Remedy appears for the first yeah. time in this episode. Yeah. And of course, and she's we playing. all know what an integral part she played in episode 40. Yes. So she appears for the first time and says that love means forgiving mistakes. Uh-huh. Which is exactly what we're waiting for the two of them to do now with these new episodes. Yep. Uh, you also said they have their silent conversations. Mm-hmm. After Remedy locks them in the warehouse, he decides to leave but tears up the ticket and stays for Son M. Yeah. Now, he sabotaged his boat. Right. And stayed for uh-huh. Son M. And she said, so, uh, so I like Suzanne said, we're getting so close to 11 again. Mm. Meaning like, <gasps> we're going to yes, get an yes. 11 reborn. Like, That's right. Because there's so, like, we're seeing so many parallels with well, eight. And today, mm-hmm. we had a dream sequence. Yes. Yes. And that's the other thing. There was a dream sequence in today's episode uh-huh. that was very reminiscent the the light co- well he's wearing like light colors but yeah, it's all very kind of light mm-hmm. and it's bright and they're out in um in a field mm-hmm. and on there's this beautiful um what's what's the word I'm thinking of? 
I don't know. Anyway. They're like in a meadow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's there's another dream sequence. Yeah, John has a dream about mm-hmm. them together and with their family. With their family. And it's so good, you guys, because he is dreaming about the same three kids yeah. that Sanem keeps dreaming about, but he doesn't know that exactly. she's had that dream because he hasn't finished her dang book yet, which I'm partly annoyed with him for that, but <laughs> I get it. He's he can only take so much at a time because it's right. a lot. But he has this dream sequence. Obviously, we just saw this dream sequence with episode eight happen. Yeah. Yep. And two dream sequences, hers. Yep. Wishing that it was John down in the street throwing the pebbles yeah. at her window. Yeah. And then, you know, John's when he's asking her, like, why did you tell me to leave? Yep. And yeah, I just, it's so crazy. All the parallels we're getting and I it's love so it good. so much because so, so good. it gives us so much hope for like yeah. the direction Aisha's going. Yeah. And you know, uh, and even we've obviously seen the beginning of the journal at this point. Yes. And the fact that when she is writing, she's writing about John. She's writing about John. And she's writing in the pink the, journal. The end of that. Yep. We see where the journal has gone since then. Uh-huh. The whole evolution of that situation and it being, you know, turning into her book. Right. And it's just, it's crazy. I, I love it so much. I know. It's Ugh. so, it, I think it just says, I know we've said this, but it says, so much about Aisha's writing. Oh, yeah. And the way her mind works. And she, I I don't even have the right word to describe it. She just has such a talent mm-hmm. and knows how to not only put it on paper, mm-hmm. but then bring it to life yeah. in these characters. And so much symbolism. Like, I thought it was very interesting today in episode 42 as we were watching mm-hmm. Sanem. Actually, I guess technically over the last few episodes, mm-hmm. Sanem has, has been wearing a lot of white. Uh-huh. A lot of white. in the beginning, as we saw, mm-hmm. and we're probably going to see more often, mm-hmm. big things happen when Sanem right. is wearing white. Yes. It often seems symbolic of almost like a new beginning or right. a new... Uh, something new between her and John, well, especially. right. Because we can talk about this because we're in spoiler zone. Uh-huh. And if you've seen 42, you've seen 14 and 13. Mm-hmm. Because end of 13, beginning of 14, she's wearing the white. And yep. that's when she goes to him and it finally admits that she loves him. Yep. And she's wearing a white dress for that. Yep. And yeah. It's- All of the big moments. And I mean, the the middle episodes, mm-hmm. I there wasn't really a lot of that. But I right. feel like with Aisha, they're usually is there are usually you can usually figure out some different um symbolism yes even with something like um their wardrobe yes i agree and there's probably even stuff we've missed oh that she's probably snuck in there that we haven't even noticed there's i mean there are some people out there if you dig enough on facebook or twitter there are some early birds out there who they give such in-depth analysis of episodes Mm -hmm. and we'll look into the definitions of certain words they use Mm -hmm. or different animals that are mentioned or brought up and like what they represent and it's insane because it it makes so much sense that i i have a hard time believing that it's just coincidental yeah well even even the stuff with since again we're in spoiler zone Mm -hmm. even the stuff with yeet and the fact that he burns things yep and the fact that sanem is the the phoenix in the theoretical situation from its ashes exactly Uh yeah and 
that maybe it's not necessarily John who mm-hmm. is the one burning her right. or leaving her to burn. Yep. But maybe it's Yeet who is ruining things Ooh, for that's her. that's so true because mm-hmm. he clearly doesn't know how to use his words. So right. he just lights things on fire when yep. he doesn't get his way. Yep. Just burn it. Like a petulant little pyro. Creep. <laughs> He's such a creep. We're so done with him, you guys. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, we, in our little Facebook group, one of our girl, one of the girls in there, Kat, she posted this week that he is expired yogurt (laughs) because we always call him yogurt and his time is coming so we need him to expire very quickly yep time to toss that in the trash Uh (laughs) time to go um gosh what else there were so many things i should have written more of it down last night but Mm -hmm. yeah it's just crazy so i'm thinking probably in the coming weeks we'll probably have more spoiler zones at the end of these episodes because I think as we watch 9 and 10 and 11 and 42 and 43 and 44. I have a feeling there are just going to be more and more and more parallels. Yes, there are going to be things that we're like, oh my gosh, we just watched this when we watched 10 and now it's happening in 44. And yep. So maybe we'll just have a little spoiler zone at the end Mm -hmm. of each episode so we can kind of talk things because there wasn't really enough that happened in today's in today's new episode that warranted us recording a full bonus bonus episode but just a few things that were just so obviously parallel to what we're watching in the early episodes like we had to get it out so good so and if you guys have anything um that you noticed like yeah parallels or or other connections that we're seeing in Uh the current episodes that have been shown in the past yeah i mean even today with the flowers, mm-hmm. that was from what episode was it five or three? Three, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they were walking in the forest and together, she's picking the flowers, yeah, and he's reminiscing crazy. back to three when she asked if they could stop and he could pick the wild flowers. Yep. Yeah, there's just so much. So if there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, if there's something we haven't mentioned or something you guys noticed, we want to hear about it because we love this kind of stuff. Yeah. So tweet so us. Good. Email us, Instagram us, yep. tell us about things that you've noticed. So anyhow. Yeah. So as always, I think thanks for listening, yeah, you guys. Thanks for listening. And we really appreciate the ratings uh, that we've gotten on iTunes. Yes. Um, that definitely helps. And uh, we thank all of our subscribers. You guys are seriously always blowing us away with our interactions with you and the listens and I don't know, everything. We just really yeah. appreciate you We guys. really appreciate it. And so many of you guys are like – retweeting when Mm -hmm. we have new episodes up like you're you know posting on twitter or retweeting our post about it so that other people find out about us and we you know so we've met met i say in quotes you know virtually met a lot of new people through this and it's been really fun and that's kind of what we wanted out of this so thank you guys again so so much if you haven't taken the time and you want to rate us review us or subscribe on itunes we would really appreciate it mm-hmm. and other than that uh we'll be back next week with yep. whatever episode nine and possibly 43 has in store for us yeah nine will definitely be interesting <laughs> i'm sure yep so all right we'll talk to you guys soon all right Hoshika. Go shoes. <laughs>